This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Matt Steinmetz along with Daryl, the Guru Johnson, and we are joined by Mark Willard and Dan Dibley. Yes, yes. On 95-7 The Game. What's oh, up, gentlemen? How thank, are you? Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, you're we're getting close. Here. Thank God it's yeah. here. I don't mean that for the same way that all you all that Uh-oh. you're driving around out there listening. And I get it. Thank God it's Friday, traditional sense. Thank God the 49ers are about to play a football game. Man. I feel like I haven't seen Brock Purdy play football in three years. But you haven't. I mean, my God. So, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. So, yeah. like, Well, can then we... the double whammy and no Warriors, too. I know. I know. Unusual. And I feel like we've been stuck in a hypothetical world for a whole week. Can we play a game? Man. It feels like we had a mini. It's coming. I, ho- I don't want to offend anybody here. I feel like from a sports radio perspective, we had a mini COVID week. We had no sports. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're just sitting here like, well, what would happen if the Niners wore green on set? Like, good God, can we have a game? Yeah. Let's have a game. Well, you had Farhan spending money in the <laughs> international market. That was huge. That was big news. That was big. Man. Where's the breaking news? Yeah, exactly. no, I get no deal. <laughs> My God. I'm, I'm, you know. Jordan Hicks. Did he have a press conference? Exactly. Yeah. Did he? Oh, man. I think he did, did Stevie he? Nicks or Jordan Hicks? <laughs> well, we'll Which one, man? Let's play a game, shall we? Tomorrow, Will. Yeah, let's tomorrow. play a game. Yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of games, let's we're going to play kind of a new game in about 10 minutes with the uh, What's Bugging You? Oh, that's right. Uh, presented by that. Adco right. Pest Control. Another Friday yeah, feature. So yeah, there that. you go. You think about that for the next 10 minutes. and mm-hmm. I think there. I was telling this to Mark, and I also told it to our uh, wonderful caller, Shelby. Uh, she was really nervous. There's something about the Packers. Like, we don't know... As much about the Packers as the as the Eagles and the Cowboys and the Rams, and I think that's lending to a little touch of anxiety for I, some. I, to I, him, I, no, I think yeah. it's a good point. They're they're young, they're they're this brand new pups. You know, we yeah. we've been used to whether it's Favre or Rodgers, and there were always like receivers who we knew. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. from from a Donald Driver to a Devonte Adams and anything in between. Like we knew, we knew these guys. We don't know these guys. Um, <laughs> Christy and I were talking about the Packers earlier today, and she even asked, she says, "Wait, who are their receivers? Who is Jordan oh, Love throw to?" And I right. started going through names. I'm like, "They're all babies." And the most accomplished one coming into the year was Christian Watson, and he's yeah. missed the majority of it. Trey Lance's ex receiver, he he's missed the majority of it with injury. So it's like, are they good? They they're performing well. You don't. It's it's like, I, I, but I I agree. We don't know who they are, and they've been much better in the second half of the year than they have the first. And then I'll add to it, Steiny. It's a there's mystery, and B 
a very recent, memorable, True. startling performance. And that's my opinion slash hope, <laughs> which is that we think the Packers are going to give the 49ers a game largely because of what happened the last time we saw them and the fact that we haven't seen the 49ers at all. So it's making the Packers feel like a little bit better yeah, than I they think are. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I do think that. That's part of it. I, I also think that the unknown that you were mentioning is maybe a bigger factor because you don't know, like, a lot of these guys, Romeo Dobbs, sure. And then we all were talking about Watson, yeah. and then he hasn't been playing, and then you, you name, like, four or five other guys who all were dominant against Dallas. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you're wearing your Cowboy yeah, jersey because you said on Twitter, on <laughs> X... I'm done. Yeah, and then you, you get back, back and back. I'm glad you didn't go full Skip yeah, Bayless. Yeah. Like start trying to throw what, stuff what in the trash can. What do you think of that? Being, is, is, is that too much? It's the it worst. In the it is also the bit it's of corn. It's of the highest order. It's completely corn. Oh boy! And if you're a yeah. Niner fan and you lose, please don't post a video of you punching your your oh. flat oh, screen. Oh well, yeah, that's going out because yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's the worst. Or burning your jersey or yeah. being like Skip. And trying to throw it in the trash, but your uh, you know electronic you trash can is smarter yeah, than you. Yeah. Let, let, let's play a game. Don't okay. look. Wicks, the Green Bay receiver. What is his first name? Sydney. Exactly. Oh, and and no, I want I, you. I want I you to get it exactly it. right. Oh, I think what? I heard okay, it. Okay, Dibs, you'll go with Sydney. No, I'm going uh, with Dontavious. Okay, Dontavious. <laughs> I know it's tiny. It's uh, it's the one that. It's, it's not Devontae, but okay. it's Devontae's Deva- my guess. No, you'll go Devontae. It's something like you, that. You said Dontavious. Yeah. I'm going to say Dwayne. Dwayne. All right. <laughs> you guys are like a giant shortstop. You 0 for 3. Right. Uh, nice. His, his name is Dontavian. Oh, oh, closest. Yeah. Okay. Good name. Yeah. 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 But, but that's kind of like, I think that's what you're getting at, no, Tiny. That's yeah. for that sure. That dude can run a post route, but we don't even know what the hell his first name is. Well, and without looking, like, name their tight ends because they play four of them. Musgrave. Sure. Which one? And then there are other Bill people. Musgrave. Yeah, no. What's the Luke, guy? Uh, Luke right? Musgrave. Uh, <laughs> totally. Tucker. No. No. Kraft Tucker. Uh, Kraft. Tuck, all the cheese. Is it Tucker Kraft? Yeah, sure. Okay. Right. Gouda. Yeah. River Cray Kraft. Gouda. Right, look at you. <laughs> but Mark, there's no. Gouda Chris. We've been talking about it all day. That was a monumental failure by Dallas or any team that was the two seed. Mm-hmm. And this young sure. upstart Patriot uh, Packer team came and they pounced on it. But I'm sorry. I've watched too much football to think that you're going to bring that into a building where a coach owns LaFleur with a different quarterback that's on his way to the Hall of Fame and Aaron Rodgers. So it's no shade at Green Bay. It's just, I'm telling you, I have envy when I look at this Niner front office, what they put together on the field, and I just fi- find it highly unlikely that they're going to give the Niners a game tomorrow. I could be wrong. I'll come in here and admit it, but I do believe the Packers, that was their Super Bowl. They're going to come in here and try, but you're the fifth worst team defense against the run. Yeah. We'll just leave that there. You're hot, but the Niners are good. They're damn good. So I expect... A, a, a TKO tomorrow, and I'll be shocked. But I won't come in here if it's twenty-one yeah, to mean, ten. This, you're setting a standard that's. But like they have said it. The Niners, not, not thirty-one, not 
Not wait, a four-touchdown playoff I predicted 31 win. Whoa, whoa, wait. The Niners yeah. said it or set, set it? A standard. Set a standard. Okay. Yeah, by, by, okay. you know, because sometimes we, I think we do that. We're like, Farhan promised a, uh, uh, he yeah. promised no, Aaron Judge. It's like, no, he yeah. didn't. The 49ers good, didn't man. say anything. Yeah, they're fantastic. Look, they're a 10-point favorite. That, and that's it. Okay. It's like, you're not you're not yeah. saying something the, nuts. No like, I think the double-digit favorite's going to win by a lot. Like, yeah. 31-21. Oh, whoa. All right, now I'm going to ask you what I've been asking everybody. So you see... You see the 49ers scoring 31 in the rain. Yep. Okay. No doubt. I yeah. do, too. And right. I think that it's going to be McCaffrey left, McCaffrey right, yeah. McCaffrey fight, fight, fight. fight, fight. fight. Thank you. Exactly. Oh, I think McCaffrey goes for at least a buck 30 on the ground, and uh, the over-under is 89 and a hook yeah. on it, his rushing yards. That, to me, is the easy one because well, that is I, I kind of agree with that. He's three, wow, 89. He's three weeks since he played. No. He's going to be fresh. And this is what I was telling Mark yesterday about why I like the Niners. They are rested. They are better. Yep. They're at home. Yep. And, I mean, everything lines up, I think, in their direction. I mean, short of, like, some fluky, fluky stuff, they're going to roll in this game. Well, I know where all you're going to go, where your minds are going to go on this one. Give me, uh, give me one position. One position on the whole field. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Where you would take the Packer representative over the Niner? A quarterback, Amy. Trask. And that was right. And that's okay. where I might. I'm, I'm not and, saying I would. And, and, and that's the, and, and the one that's that you Willard might. For me. What, if, what if we give that to you? And uh, can you name another one? No. Well, then the Niners should win the freaking no, game, man. right? Like, good lord. But I will. I'm with you. Good lord. Young love is. Yeah, he's, you're yeah. right. Like, no, you, you and take I just all said that to, to try go, to you know, oh, okay. egg him on and get him get him started. It's what we do he on the show. Yeah. Here's, here's yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. when we talk about he's impenetrable. When we talk about the you know who's going to win this game. I look at I put the Ravens. So the Ravens play Houston, and the 49ers play uh, the Packers. Yeah, and to me, I look at it as though C.J. Stroud, a young quarterback, was terrific in Week One of the playoffs. Jordan Love, young quarterback, was really good in his first game in the playoffs. Now they're playing two teams. Each of those quarterbacks are playing a team that's had two weeks off. That is the class of their conference. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, you telling me Jordan Love is going to go beat the Cowboys, then come into oh, San Francisco and beat the... I know it's like more than Jordan Love, but that's asking a lot. It's a monster assignment. Exactly. For C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love, it is a monster assignment. And one of them might do it. Like these... These guys have flashed at times throughout the years, uh, where it, it appears that they they might be they might be next. You know what I mean? And actually, I sort of put Brock Purdy in that class. If you want to actually take the Amy Trask conversation to a more rational place, um, and and take their stats this year out of it, and the fact that Jordan Love's on a hot streak and and all that, Brock Purdy, C.J. Stroud, and Jordan Love. If you want to look at these quarterbacks, there's there's three groups. There's the establishment, Patrick, Josh, and Lamar. Yep. There's the young, flashing, 
up-and-comers, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud. And then there's the two other guys who are solid Mm. at times in their career, at times not, bounced around a little bit, have been left for dead by their original number one overall drafting teams. That's kind of how I classify it. When you, I, I think Purdy is right next to Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud. Exciting, young, effective quarterbacks who are off to phenomenal starts in their careers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could inter, interplace uh, Jared and Lamar and Josh Allen because Jared's done more than those two in terms of playoffs. Lamar Jackson's been yeah. a regular season guy. One and three in the yeah. One and three in the offs. And, I mean, Josh Allen in the playoffs has not been much better. Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Right. I, I like that I think earlier. that's I think yeah. to me, that's ignoring our no, eyes and, and staring at a computer screen that tells us about results. I, I, I like there's not a one of us if offered a quarterback would take Jared Goff over Josh Allen or right, but what you, about you, over Purdy? You put him in a category with Goff? Baker Mayfield, yeah, yeah. which Goff is disrespectful I, to Jared Goff. Well, that's fine. I, mean, I took Baker him earlier. Yeah. Like yeah. you've spent all week telling me how great he is, and Amy well, thinks spent, he's spending that, months. Amy that thinks he's terrific. Yeah, so, that was the one. That whatever. Have you like been it. dissing him since yeah. God? Yeah. Since we've been doing the show. I don't think he's. Who? Who? Baker Mayfield. I would not want him as my quarterback. Of course. And and by the way, he is in the final eight. Yeah. With thirty teams who've what? also decided they don't want him, and even the one who has him, might I called him an orphan. Right. Yeah, he yeah. had no so, home. So, <laughs> yeah, now she obviously is very smart and has been. So she clearly puts Mayfield above that, Purdy yeah. because she's he's obviously had a. She thinks he's had a really good year, and she's not based off basing it off the perception of him over the course of time. Right. I, the, I so I I kind of get why she would say Mayfield. In her own mind, I love is the yeah. one I don't get. Well, I, why would I you? I think if you would, if she had said it a little bit differently than seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock, um, and and that kind of led to a language conversation yes. that I personally didn't love yesterday. It was like, and I would tell Amy this: she's the one who created the language. Seven terrific quarterbacks and Brock. Yeah. Oh, but he's good. And then came on our show yesterday and went, "What's wrong with good?" Well, wait a minute. Don't group them all together now. You're right. the one who separated them in in the first place. So, um I that that, that was that side of it. Um I if what if we had said it this way? You know, there are seven first-round draft picks and Brock less offensive. Mm. But I think that right. might be what she meant. But her point was almost yeah. like he wasn't in that group. Well, and 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 she ended up in like, the spot where yeah. many have, which is that we've decided that Brock is a product of having great teammates, yeah, which so is was Magic Johnson. Right, it's silly to me. Be, well, so was Peyton Manning. So was Kurt Warner. I, I so was thousands it. of. I loved what well, Greg Olson right. said yesterday. He called it a lazy narrative. The idea that if you have good teammates, that automatically makes you good. Does it elevate Brock? Well, of course it does. I think that goes both ways. But the right on the table is where he was drafted. No, I know like, Scotty says that's over, but it never really will be. Did, like, I, I believe him being Mr. Irrelevant, and it's not right, cost him some t- his propers for some people. I, sure. Like, there's nothing. Scotty's like, he could win a Super Bowl this year, and people will still be saying Evan they need to see. Oh, Evan I, said it. And I, oh, go, I agree. That's what's wrong I with agree. what we do if that's if that's the case. But I agree. You do it. With Lamar and with like everybody who but doesn't Lamar, win the it, proof is not in the pudding. He's one in three. Purdy's got more playoff victories than Lamar already. So he's, let me ask you: He's that. gone Dak in the playoffs more so than excelling. 
He's played four playoff and games. And he's one and three. Okay. And he's had bad performances. So uh, my point is Actually, it doesn't I've, match I've looked, up. I looked no, at some of his numbers. The they were not Buffalo, that bad. They were not as bad one. as people My thought. point is, Donnie, it has not matched up with his, regu- his stellar is, regular season. That's but, all. He was MVP, went to the playoffs, but, and bam, got bounced at home. Yeah, now, I'm not yeah. blaming it all on him, but... We got to see it. And Brock's already got two under his belt. Like, I, guess, I guess what bothers me yeah. is like you go, Lamar Jackson's one and three in the postseason. Okay. That's his fault. But you go, Brock Purdy's two and one. But stop saying he's got all these weapons. Well, like, he's two and one. He has a hell of a team around him. Why can't you acknowledge that the 49ers have more playmakers than any other team in the league? That's fine. Okay. But That's we, all anybody's uh, doing. Well, Amy didn't because she thinks he's a well, product of a system. And she's not the only one. That That's my whole well, I didn't hear her say that, but she uh, might have to these guys. And she brought up Willard and Dibbs, Steiny. We talked about it earlier. I can't believe all the uproar. Hello. This right. is when you it's say that. Yeah, yeah. No, You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. All right, guys. Time for What's Bugging You, brought to you by Atco Pest Control. Goo, hit us off. What's bugging you? I won't name the person, but when somebody needs a ride and I'm out front, I was raised that I would be outside before the person that was helping me I would be outside so I don't have to wait. And I did that and experienced it yesterday. It's disrespectful. So what's bugging me is if you ever need a ride for a friend or family member, have some just some some, some class and understand time is of the essence. Be outside before the person gets there. Yeah. They should not have to wait on you. That's my no, dad. I'm with my you. Snapping is. I'm with yeah. you. And I, I concur. Oh, okay. Yeah. My dad. That's 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 showing no, that, support. You nailed it because yeah. I today be I ready. I brought lunch. Freaking be ready. <laughs> what are you I, doing in there? I brought lunch to the to the missus. Yeah. Today. She's at work. She said, "Can you get me a sandwich while you're out?" I did, and I texted her about two minutes before I got there, and I said, "I'm out front." Right. And I wasn't there yet, but when I pulled up. She was out front. There you that go. way, I didn't have to get Jobs. that baby. Didn't have to get Jobs. that baby oh, out of the seat big, and bring that's the lunch in. Be. So I'm with you. That's yeah. good. If someone's that's doing good. you a solid, be out front. Man, God, I wish it, my daughter were listening right now. This is, uh, I, dude, I mean, no my doubt. God. If I if I could show you how many times I've texted her, I'm here because you asked me to be here. Five minutes oh, go by. Boy, oh. We'll, we'll be right out. It took out. me 20 years to get my older kids to that spot. Wow. Sorry, Stein. Yeah. Go ahead. No, Goo, you're hitting uh, You're hitting me in the cardiac muscle Man. because that was one of my dad's. Oh, boy. Oh, God. His whole thing was, he wasn't even, he was, if you're waiting for a ride, they shouldn't even have to beep the horn. <laughs> If he heard a horn beep, he'd be pissed off at me because it meant I wasn't out on the front porch waiting. Horn beeping. Uh, Question for you, because this came up years ago in conversation. Is that an appropriate thing to do to say, I'm here? In the suburbs, Or is it noise pollution? Suburbs is fine. Some people think the horn is only for, dude, you're about to hit me. Do you see me? No, I think you go. I, well, is toot toot. I think toot toot's much different than toot. Right. Yeah. No, the angry horn. But toot toot at, uh, on the cul-de-sac when people are just, you know what I mean? I, I like, think it's valid, Mark. Like I, Marge I mean, might be inside well, cooking with hot with hot sauce. This is pre phones. And it might startle her. Pre phones, you had to go beep beep. Okay. But now that there's a phone, 
like you can text and you can say, hey, you know, I'm a minute away or I'm outside. Right. And then so now the, the beep beep, I think, is obsolete to your point. Mm. But back in the day when Steiny's dad was, uh, you know, trying to raise young Steiny, there was no cell phone, no pager. There was nothing. I hate that we all just assume like everyone's staring at their phone so much that if I give you a 60 second warning that I'm going to be there, you, you'll see yeah, it. Exactly. Oh. You'll see it. Uh, what's You're bugging, not wrong. Uh, I'll yeah. go next. Yeah. Uh, what's bugging me? I co pest control. I was on it a little bit the other day. This clutch crap in the NBA. <laughs> I can't stand it. That was funny. They've come up with this stat. Who's the most clutch? They've come up with a cockamamie five minutes in a five point game. But mostly it's about we continue to just promote the individuals over the teams. And we tell you, I can't stand it. That's it. That's what did you did me. you hear my response to that? Mm, I didn't. We no. talked about it an hour later. Oh. And I, because all I wanted to point out was, I go, I wonder if Steiny knows who would, would like firmly disagree with him. Who? Uh, David Stern. Like he started that. Yeah, I know. He started the marketing of yeah, the individual, mm. and and you could argue it saved the NBA. Yeah, to hate it. Okay. I, I mean, hate it, it. yeah, you're allowed you're to right. hate whatever you want. There's but no like, doubt. Like, what sounds more exciting? It's Christmas Day, Lakers versus Cavs. I, it's Christmas Day. Kobe versus LeBron. Exactly. Bird Magic. There you who go. saved the league? Yeah, it started with So what do you hate about yeah. it? I mean the line so the, I the line I used was the the, the shoes are not called Air Bowls. No, wow. I don't I you know, uh, we again just it's it's pervasive. Go to ESPN and go to their NBA page. What should be first? Right. The, the standings. All right, all right. But they're not. They're down the list somewhere. The most important part of it but you know what? I can tell you this. Bowl Bowl had uh, had nine and nine the other night. That's all. It's about it's kind of the same way we talk about quarterbacks in football. Yes, they're very very important, but it's about the Niners Packers. Mm. Let's go. Yep. Let's That's go. It. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. Dibs, what's bugging you, buddy? Uh, what's bugging me is Jay Monahan, the Ooh. PGA Tour Commissioner, because you know I love golf <laughs> and yeah. I. You love golf, and I love golf, and I also love the PGA Tour. But I'm watching the American Express from got La on. Quinta, yep. and I'll have it on all weekend. But part of me knows that this tournament doesn't really matter because the defending champ is not there. It's John Rahm, and John Rahm is playing in the Live Golf Tour. And the commissioner, Jay Monahan, botched this whole Live Golf thing. They thought that Live was a pimple yeah. on their derriere. But it turns out it was more of a boil, and it might have been a corn. And you know what? It might have been a tuma because Live Golf is not going away, and they totally botched the fact that the majority, or at least half of the best players in the world, aren't playing on the PGA Tour anymore. Wow. So I'm watching this event, and I love it. And you look at the names on the leaderboard, and I know them all, but I also know that there are at least eight or ten. It's Kepka. And it's wow. you know Dustin Johnson, and it's the defending champion John Rahm, and so many other of the greatest golfers in the world. They're not in these tournaments anymore because Jay Monahan, the commissioner, he botched it. It was hubris. How do you fix it? It was NBA, ABA. It sounds like you're talking, man. Like, right. I hate the way that. you fix it is you go crawling back and you find a way to make it right. But I don't know if they can. So I love the tour and I love these events, but these events like. The Pebble Beach Tour or the the event coming up oh, at Pebble stinks. in a couple of weeks, it's not going to matter as much because the majority of the best players in the world won't be there. Wow. Sucks. 
It's Mark, what's, me. Mark, what's bugging you? Uh-oh. Courtesy of Atco Pest Control. Nice. What's bugging me? The phrase oh. Super Bowl or bust. <laughs> oh, man. Is, it, it, I, I've had it. I've had it up to here. And uh, that's what my mom used to say when it was time to go to my room. Mark? I've had it up to here. What bugged you the most about it? it, it it's a moniker. It, yeah, exactly. We're going to talk about this. All it's right. a moniker that has absolutely no point, no answer, Super Bowl or bust. What does bust mean? Dibs likes to go, no, it's Super Bowl or else. And I always go, or else what? Like, in other words, I find the whole thing to be a little bit belittling to the entire process that we're about to go through. The San Francisco 49ers are absolutely 1,000% a picture of organizational health right now. I, I, like, I couldn't, it, it's in the dictionary. Yeah. Organizational health, boom. There's the Niners where they make good draft picks, not all of them make good draft picks. They make good trades. They make good free agency signings. They've got players at every position. The players want to run through a wall for the coach. The players all love each other. They've got absolutely zero problems, and they go out and win most of the time. And then we're going to do that and say Super Bowl or bust. So if they go out against another really good team who hires coaches and pays players and also thinks that they're really effective. And if they go out there and lose 27-24 to 24 in three weeks in the Super Bowl, we're going to decide on some level that they stink or they're disappointing or we have to have conversations about who should lose jobs or, or who we should rip or who needs to have their feet held to the fire or be accountable. I just think... It's dismissive of the whole process that's going on and, and frankly, not a way that, that I enjoy watching sports to think, uh, obviously, I'd be wildly disappointed if they don't win. That it's not that your emotions can't be wrapped up into it, but to think that it's only successful and only worthy of, of any praise if they win the last game... Is bugging me. Well, yeah, dude, well, that oh, you were up again. I just yeah, I'm up to against respond it personally. To that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. Well, yeah, he, he hates when I just no, I don't mind. I, I get the okay. Zoom oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you guys have a great yeah. weekend. Yeah. Uh, great show. Uh, and God by the way, Willard, I wanted to. Get I want to express yeah. my yeah, my no appreciation to no. everybody in this room and Thanks, everybody man. who sent me condolences over the last week. We love you. Very important, brother. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm a fire. This. Oh, go ahead. Yep. No, go ahead. Mark, everything you just said is is spot on. But my point is, that was an organiza organization calculator. You kept hitting the plus button, the plus button, and you, and they get credit. But it's like uh, Peyton Manning. It's like Jordan. There's a monkey on your back when you get to a status of greatness. And all that Kyle, to me, is missing is a Super Bowl ring that I feel like he should have had. So nobody will say... Everything that you just pointed out is not true or it goes away. But I am watching the Kyle Shanahan movie of like everything that Mark Willard just put out there is spot on. You do just wonder when I say Super Bowl or bust, when are you going to get to that plateau? Now, real quick, you could say, well, 
They got to get there. He's been there once, had a 10-point lead, had two more trips to go back, had a 10-point lead. So when I look at that, where they're at in the health, that's great. But for a fan base, and I'm speaking for the fans, they have not won a championship, and that's not all Kyle's fault since 1994. When you're this loaded, I don't think it's so – because, you know, I wouldn't say F the Niners, they don't know what they're doing. But you do wonder, is Kyle going to ever get it done if somehow they don't get it That's done? That's fair. But in your next breath, in your next breath, we have a, it's a rejoin on your show where you talk about how was, Kyle Shanahan took Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl. D- d- and I thinking, no what, doubt. So, so take whatever your Jimmy opinion is now. And instead of going, dude, Kyle goes up dude, the charts. Dude, you coughed up a 10-point lead in the Super oh, Bowl? Okay. Why can't I respond and go, but, Dude, you took uh, Jimmy okay. no, I've done Garoppolo that dibs, but I to was, a yeah, Super Bowl. I gotcha. But Holy Mark, you gotta hell. understand. I get it. That would be if I, I was it. blaming Jimmy for the last six minutes of that Super Bowl it. when the play calling by Kyle was superseded that I, when you could have just ran the ball, I do they couldn't Jimmy. stop it, but you dropped Jimmy back and let Chris Jones just wreak havoc. Yeah. Like those are coaching decisions. I do, yeah, I do blame you, Jimmy. You can't well, you can't uh think that Jimmy's not very good. And then not blame Kyle for throwing the ball three straight times at the same breath. But, you know, the whole idea of Super Bowl or bust. Because we know he's not going anywhere, Kyle, and he shouldn't. Right. So the or bust, what is the or bust? And we've had this conversation many times on the show. There is no or bust. He has an extension, yeah, no doubt. and your quarterback's on a rookie deal, and everyone, for the most right, part, is coming back. Right. So, but it's set up right now to kind of, and you gotta yeah. to get something, you gotta earn it. If it's Buffalo, Kansas City, sure. or the right, but admit, no Dallas, Philly is set up. You would think, yes, for them, to it's get set it. up for them to get there, but not to get it, Ooh. because as you mentioned, if you get there, and they should get there, and if they don't get there, that's why I said Super Bowl or else. If you don't get to the Super Bowl then something went wrong, either with your quarterback, with your play calling, with your defense, or a combination of all of it. But if you get there and you face Baltimore, Kansas City, or Buffalo, it's not going to be an easy game. Yeah, no doubt. So if you lose in that spot, then to me there is no or bust. Anyway, have a good weekend, Goo. Night-night. Yeah, time to get in New Jersey, but you you work on that. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.